whatever comes next, the number one podcast for creatives, according to our mamas. I'm Danny And I'm Elise. And on today's episode, we're chatting about Seth Rogen and his cannabis brand, possibly a dream job for A, just Ooh. at the moment anyway. <laughs> uh, meta are being sued and there's some social platform copycats out there. Yeah, there are. Uh, so let's get into the episode. But first, A, what you been up to, girlfriend? I've been not up to too much. It's been a nice, quiet week, which I've enjoyed. Um, we, this be very shocking to you, we went out for dinner on the weekend. We did. It was delicious. Um, it was delicious. We tried a new place. Um, lots of like pasta and meat and like cured meats and cheese and wine wine it was just exactly my jam so that was lovely it was it was a lovely catch-up too it It was it's been so long it does feel like it's been a long time Mm -hmm. since catching up with our good pal um so yeah that was lovely i enjoyed dinner a lot 10 out of 10 yeah i agree it's great um and what else i oh the (laughs) did a bit of binge watching Mm -hmm. This week? No, I'm not surprised. No, this week is not even accurate. It was like over about two days. <laughs> it, it did not take long at all. How long should this take? Not that long. I think there's like uh, eight, okay. maybe ten episodes. And what did you binge? Uh, Selling Sunset. The uh, new season came out recently and mm-hmm. I kind of forgot for a second. So now I'm like probably a couple of weeks late, but oh, it was great. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Like it's... <laughs> Have you watched it? No, oh, okay. I was going to say, I haven't watched any of it. Oh, okay. Well, look, it's like, it's very entertaining. Um, as with all reality shows, like it quickly goes from like the, whatever it's about to being about whatever personal drama is going on. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as the seasons have progressed, it's gone from like, we sell luxury houses to we are all we hate this one person and sometimes sell houses so it's um yeah lots of drama but like also really enjoyable there's i don't know have you do you like get glimpses of selling sunset like no it doesn't even become like, recommended for me but like the oh like the number the, one the people that are in it do they come up like on your social media and stuff no oh okay well, see, so I you st- don't i still don't get sponsored posts on my instagram my That's personal still really one. weird and also great i right. hope your instagram never re- like never updates i don't understand like my business one does that's really I get weird. ads and everything and retargeted, whatever. Yeah. But my personal one, it's just my feed. That's so bizarre, but like great. It great is great. Great for you. Um, so I, uh, yeah, so like the, I guess spoiler alert if people haven't watched it and don't want to watch it, don't want to know, but um, like this season, the like, Shall I explain the premise of the show to you? <laughs> I mean, I know it's about selling houses. Yeah, they sell luxury houses. It's like a um, one like real estate or like brokerage in um, California. Yeah. Um, Sounds and very, very Beverly Hillsy. It is. It's very okay, Beverly yeah, right. Hills, and they. Uh, it's just like, the, yeah, this one little brokerage. So not little, huge, um, and like it's run by these like two identical twin brothers, and one of them, this season, <laughs> uh, started dating one of the real estate agents. All right. And I would like. Are you for this? So for it. (laughs) So into it. Um, They seem like a match made in heaven, but like at the, like they get together and like everyone, because it's like, she's been through a lot in like past relationships. (laughs) 
she like her husband or ex-husband is like an actor who it doesn't seem like he treated her that nicely Mm -hmm. and then so now they're together but she really wants a kid and she's like 40 and the guy Jason he like they were together like deciding if they want a baby and he's like no actually I don't so they've broken up like end end of the season they break up it's like actually sad (laughs) I want them to be together I was really invested I was I wasn't invested he so he's uh he's a short king he's a he's not a tall fella and she's a tall lady and he's also bald and I guess like the fact that she's a bit taller maybe is why but she always seems to be like caressing his bald head <laughs> like oh, anytime they like hug or kiss she's like straight for the head and I'm like is it just because it's like right there like it's so high I mean like I do that with my kids head. I reckon you're yeah, probably it's like right it's a short thing yeah so um like, even with babies you're like I mean, yeah. you have to hold their heads, but you do. Yeah. You stroke their heads. So I don't know, that, that combination of things, she's <laughs> always stroking his head, which I find off-putting. But apart from that, I love them together. Oh, but also she is now allegedly dating G-Flip. Stop. How random is that? Go G-Flip. Yeah, they're like people sussing them out on Instagram and stuff and seem they seem to think that they're dating, which I'm like, yes, Chrishell, you get that G-Flip. I, was, I don't know where that was going to end. Get that G-flip lady. <laughs> I also don't know why I'm... Yeah, are you thinking like money for some Money? Reason? Why? I why? don't know why. Why is it dollar dollar bills? I don't know. I'm, I'm happy for her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's my wrap up of my week. Well, that sounds lovely, eh? Yeah. <laughs> How's your week been? Um, look, uh, my week's been pretty boring. Pretty stoked that we have made it here for a second week in I know. a row. Go us. Yep. Um, yeah, we I just went out for dinner with you guys. Mm-hmm. Love that. I got my replacement pillow talk lipstick. Oh, yes. Excellent. It's great. Also, Charlotte Tilbury's packaging, not great. No, you don't like it? So I think mine came from overseas. Okay. Um, and it was like in a box, mm-hmm. like just a generic box. That's fine. But when I opened it, the brand tissue paper, it was like all sticky. Oh. So it's like the adhesive, the whole thing was adhesive. It was such a bitch to get apart. That's really like, weird. Really needed scissors. Wasn't a fan of that. Okay. Because I only had like four products. This box was decent size. It wasn't a little box. Yeah. So I had to try and get through all this. It was so sticky. Okay. That's not great. We don't like a, a bad unboxing experience. No. It wasn't great, darling. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, other than that, I've just been working. Yeah. Doing some helm stuff, which nice. has been fun. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I've been watching Encanto flat out. Have you watched that yet? Have I haven't. Disney? No, I don't. Oh. All right. Well, sorry. If you go into my Spotify anytime <laughs> soon, you'll see that that's all that's been playing. Nice. Great songs. Yeah. Really I have heard, like, yeah, I've heard some of the songs. Good. just haven't watched it. Disney's just mm. nails it every Good time. Stuff. Anyway, that's my wrap up of the week. It's really boring. Nice. Couple of boring people. Yeah. That's why you love us, right? That's mm. why you tune in every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely it is. <laughs> so let's get on to our first segment of our little chat this week. What's uh, it called, Danny? What's our segment? What a cool chat. <laughs> 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 so first up on our water cooler chat, um, while I was researching for this episode, I found this is what A's dream job could be. I'm excited. At the moment. What, what's so, my dream job? Designing F1 cars. Uh, that'll be pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I found Tomorrow Baru um, 
Bureau? Yeah. Bureau? Yeah, well, that thing. Yep. <laughs> Has designed an F1 car, which I know is pretty freaking cool. Mm-hmm. I would love to jump on board on that. So it's just um, it's just a model. It's not a mm-hmm. full car. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But they were just going on for the journey. But what I really loved about this journey that they went on with the car, they pretty much did like a whole brand strategy for the car before developing the car's identity. Nice. I loved it. So they like went through the whole journey of where the car would park, where it would pull up, the personas of the people that would drive it. Something that we would do for like web design, right? I'm so into this. Yeah. So they really like identified the car's market. Yeah. Who would drive the car? What they would look like? Yes. And then from that, they created the car's visuals. Love it. I love that too. Like, why don't they put that much thought and strategy into like everything, every product? Right. And that's why, like, it's what you do when you're doing a brand or a web project. Yeah. The strategy. I just, like, I had like a nice reminder today of like, kind of when people don't do strategy and how it can kind of lead you down the garden path. And I just, like, it was a nice reminder that like what we do is worthwhile. Like sometimes I think some people don't want to do the whole strategy, like whether that's a client or like whoever, they they don't understand the value. And like, it was just, I had this reminder today where it was like, oh no, like, first of all, when you do that strategy, like, sorry, when you don't do that strategy, things can end in flames. And then when you do do it, like how amazing, like it can turn out. I just had these like two, two projects, two like examples that like, I saw today where like one had strategy and one didn't and it's just like strategy is just so valuable. Yeah, it's even valuable in the sense that it helps us as designers communicate our ideas and why we've gone about this because of the strategy that we've set up. Mm -hmm. Like it just makes everything so clear and so simple and we can put it back into like, oh, we've done this design this way or Mm -hmm. we've used this typeface because of this reason in the strategy and it kind of gives the client a little bit of, I don't know, they can tie it all in somehow. Yeah. Like, otherwise you're just like, what do you like? Yeah, exactly. It helps them be objective too because yeah, they can it. they can be like, oh, like I like this like from an emotional standpoint, but if they can see like, oh, you've done that for this reason, then they're going to go with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's more like enforcing the idea that we're not designing your brand for you, we're designing exactly. your brand for your business. Exactly. So I was super into that. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That Love that. I, yeah, it was, I, it was a fun one. I actually like... I have often been like, oh, it'd be so nice to like go work for like Aston Martin or something and just like be their designer. Not of cars. I can't design cars. That probably requires like an engineering degree. But like <laughs> just I, I do have like a little fantasy. I know you do. Like if I were to go like in-house in a company, it would be because like I'm so into that company. And so it'd be like Aston Martin or like even just, like a beauty brand I love. Like it would be because I'm into them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Into that. Shall we move on to our next story? We shall. Bring this up at the water cooler, pals. So, (laughs) Meta is being sued. Not that surprising. So, uh, there's a Swiss blockchain platform called, I think it's pronounced Definity. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, They're suing Meta for trademark infringement. So, People might remember not that long ago, Meta rebranded from Facebook, Mm -hmm. the parent company, and their logo is like a blue infinity symbol. It's kind of like a little bit squishy at the top. It's a little infinity symbol. So uh, it's quite similar to Dfinity's logo, which is like more of a 
fully symmetrical infinity symbol and it's a little bit more colourful but very, very similar, mm-hmm. which is kind of the, like, that's what happens when your logo is an infinity symbol or like something as generic, not you, yeah, generic mm-hmm. as an infinity symbol. You run into that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so Definity has also taken issue with the fact that Meta is branching out into blockchain technologies, which is what they do. Uh, so they have that kind of overlapping customers and some people might be a bit confused. They might think the two companies are related because of that. So Definity are asking for damages as well as for Meta to basically change their logo. Mm-hmm. Um which I like, I don't know if they have a leg to stand on or not. I'm not a lawyer, but it just like when I hear, as soon as I heard that, I was like, well, surely Meta's going to win. Surely they have enough money to squash any trademark mm-hmm. filing or, you know, lawsuit filing against them. Just doesn't well, seem. There was even that other company that we spoke about not long at ago. The, like when we were talking, I'm pretty sure like straight away, as soon as they announced the rebrand, there yeah. was comp- a company that was like, hey, that's really similar. Yeah. It was almost identical. It was just green yeah, instead of blue. That's right, yeah. yeah. And the same typeface and everything. Like, at least this typeface is a little bit different. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe because they are in this, like, same industry, then yeah. maybe this, maybe Definity has a case. Mm-hmm. But it will be interesting to see if they're successful because, like, what would that even look like? How much would Facebook have to change that logo, oh, sorry, Meta, to kind of, like, make that okay? Yeah, like I feel like they have to go for something completely different, right? I don't know. I feel like they, like, yeah. I th- you wouldn't be able to use an infinity circle symbol. I w- they probably wouldn't want to. They'd probably, like, but then how do they you. went for that in the first place. This is what I really puzzles me. They it's just di- so generic. Yeah. It reminds me of Super Mario Kart. <laughs> it, like, it is a huge risk. Anytime you do a logo icon that is like a generic shape that's not that unique, like, it happens all the time. Like, mm-hmm. the. Anytime a massive company or organization comes out with a rebrand, a bunch of companies will come out of the woodworks to be like, hey, this is like ours. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, like, it, will they have to completely change their icon? That would be kind of embarrassing, I feel. Like, you don't want to you don't want to come out and do this massive rebrand. Surely they've done their due diligence. Surely they... Well, you would think so. Surely they're, they're have covered. People, they would have people for that, right? They would. But it'd be like so expensive for them. I mean, they are like meta is more the metaverse. It's all the digital stuff. So like, I don't know how much they've spent on the rollout to like physical products, but you imagine it would be like still expensive for a company like them to have to rebrand. You just, I mean, they get enough backlash about their brand anyway. So I feel like another hit won't (laughs) wander their brand down. So I feel like they might even just cop it on the chin. I don't know. Interesting. We'll wait and see. Yeah, that one will be a good one to follow along on, I guess. I guess. Good good way to finish day. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Should we move on to the next one, Abel? Let's do it. Okay, so I don't know much about this story. Abel I'll might take have it away. This one. She That's fine. This. So I actually came across this one just this afternoon. So uh, people might remember a little while ago, we've or probably a couple of times we've talked about Instagram and the way that they're really pushing for video content. They're, re- they're very clearly trying to be like TikTok. They did it first with Instagram stories, which they copied f- uh, like, like straight Snapchat? from Snapchat. Yeah. Um, and so now they're, they've made an announcement today, which is that they're kind of, they're changing or 
testing out a new interface which they're describing as more immersive so they're testing vertical content so obviously we already have a bit of vertical content if you're scrolling through your news or your instagram feed yeah um you get like videos and things that are portrait you can have portrait photos but they're like pushing that as the that's what everything's going to be so rather than having like a very continuous looking news feed where there's like you can see the profile picture the post the comments mm-hmm. that sort of thing it's just like the whole thing the is whole an thing, image yeah, pretty much that actually kind of like how reels currently looks like mm-hmm. where if you're in reels it just looks like TikTok. yeah and now they're doing that's what they're doing for the feed and so um like the announcement video was like uh I'm not sure what his name or title is, which is great for this story. Um, <laughs> let's just, uh, while I, I'll I'm look just, it up while I'm doing this. Adam, Adam, Adam Mossery. That guy. He's, I guess, head of Instagram. Um, so he announced it and in his announcement, he was like, do you love it? Do you hate it? I want your feedback. And I'm kind of just like, do you though? Like, I feel like there's been a lot of backlash to the changes to make Instagram more like TikTok. And I don't think it's like positive feedback that they're getting, but they're still pushing forward with it. So mm-hmm. anyway... I'm interested to see what this means for like regular everyday people who just use Instagram as a photo sharing app, like yeah. who are on it, not just for like influencers and, and businesses that are on it to see their friends and family posts. And also for like other creatives, graphic designers. We don't want all of our product, all of our images on Instagram to be videos or portrait. And it's so much, only so much computer footage you can put on. Yeah. And photographers and like even just influencers who put up photo content, like this push for portrait and video, just it doesn't make sense to me. Like No, and it kind of, this is where it all is coming into like um, businesses just creating reels for the point of creating reels or yeah. like copying the, whatever everyone else is doing, those stupid dances or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I did that. I'm guilty of that. I did one. Because that's what they told you you had to do. Yeah. And, but I actually did see like, I don't know if it's with the new feature or something, but Instagram are favoring people with original content. Yeah. Rather than people copying dances, which yeah. I like, I like that, but fuck, route. Yeah. Put but the pressure on, yeah. on videos. And the algorithm is really like, it's, it's, Design, like it pushes up the content that they that Instagram wants mm-hmm. and it kind of suppresses the content that it doesn't. And so it's just like, like I understand from a business perspective, they want to make money and they see money. They just see huge dollar symbols around TikTok. But I'd like, okay, if you have YouTube is like video and long form and even they're now doing YouTube shorts, TikTok is video they're mostly short form, but they're kind of getting longer features. Mm-hmm. And now Instagram is video. Where the fuck do we put our photos? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't get it. Like, I feel like, you know, people love to put up like photo dumps, like where it's just a carousel of photos on Instagram. And I feel like, and, and it's a lot more like it's less, it, it is very staged and like people are kind of performing their lives still as much as if it were staged but it does feel like those photo dumps do feel a little bit more like you know when you would whack up a whole album of photos on Facebook like it's just everything as opposed to these like this one like beautiful aesthetic photo Mm -hmm. and I'm like if people are like I feel like that's an answer to all this video content people are like I still want to put my photos up so it's like where do if if Instagram is not going to be the place for that where do you put your photos yeah are we all going to be like visco girls again and like (laughs) Like, oh, Tumblr girls, like, where, where are the little photos going? Actually, I did see Jay Taunchy mm. 
she brought back her Tumblr or something. Really? Yeah. you go. I don't know if it's still there. She did, I don't know how long ago I seen that. Like it was recent enough that okay. I remember it. Yeah. But there you go. We're going back to those days. MySpace, here we come. Well, look, there's been a 90s resurgence. I feel like it's time for the, like, and noughties. I feel like the... The 2010s are next, having a resurgence, and it'll be all the Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'll, be, it'll be a good time, too. It will be. But yeah, I really want to know, like, where this is going to end up because I don't, I like, I, it, I don't I just get don't it. I don't think they care too much about their users, to be honest. No, they care about dollar signs. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. That's exactly <laughs> it. All right, let's jump into our next main chat for this episode. So we're jumping back into branding and rambling again this week. Woo. We love a brand. The hits keep coming. We can't we can't help it. No. It's what we do. It's what we like. Yeah. <laughs> so this week on our branding and rambling, we're reviewing Seth Rogen and his cannabis brand. Did you know that he had a cannabis brand? I did, but it has suddenly like cropped up in several places. Very appropriate word. Didn't even mean that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it has like, it's, it's been popping up. I've been seeing it. Yeah, right. Well, I had no idea. And I just, as soon as I seen it today, I was like, wow, that is so fitting. And I yeah. just wanted to go watch Pineapple Express. So <laughs> fitting. Like we, people, if they haven't listened to it, our last episode, we deep dived on Harry Styles brand pleasing. And we talked about celeb brands and your fit for your brand. And it, like, if it makes sense as a, like as an audience to see that celebrity making that product and oh my goodness does it make sense for Seth Rogen to be making match to be honest it's perfect so his marijuana brand is called Houseplants yeah and they have recently Houseplant right Houseplant Houseplant yeah sorry (laughs) my mistake Um, so they rebranded their packaging and it is lovely. I love mm. it. It is great. So into it. It's so fun. So I'm going to probably get this pronunciation wrong. Is it Practica? That's what it looks like to me, but it, is it like, it looks like Dutch Practica. or something. Practica. <laughs> yeah. And Mama Design Studios have collabed <laughs> together on this project and they have really blown it out the park. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, super good example of a brand just. A person, a celebrity. Yeah. Nailing a side hustle. Yep. They're like their brand that they launch just perfectly matching their personal brand. Oh, I just love Seth Rogen. Yeah, he seems like a, a fun dude. He does, doesn't he? Anyway. Um, so the whole idea around the packaging was to create a, a packaging that can stack. Mm-hmm. So they're stacking items, they're collectible products, they're new designs, real punchy, it's bright, it's bold, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this is what I loved from the statement that they said, the revamp serves to help houseplants stand out as a satur- in a saturated US market and empty the pockets of stoners across North America <laughs> and Canada. I love it. It's so great. I like that it says North America and Canada because it's very much illegal here. <laughs> yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> not condoned at all. No, definitely Australia. not. We're ju- this is a purely objective look at the branding. <laughs> um, so the packaging is sustainable. Yeah. Love that. It's 2020, so it's kind of the bare minimum, but it's also, I love to see it. Mm, so do I. And it's also like, it makes a lot of sense. You're like the, rather than some disposable packaging, they're using these tins that you can use however you want into that and we'll have to put up a photo of the tin so you guys can see yes beautiful because 
Like you'd want them in your house. You would. You wouldn't just throw them all. Well, I no, wouldn't. Definitely not. You would want to have them on display. I would like just, they'd be like my tea tins. I'd be yeah. putting whatever in them. Yeah, you are into tea. Tea. I, I am into tea. <laughs> I was going to say tins. I was like, wow, that's a weird obsession. <laughs> not into tins. <laughs> so the new packaging design, it is very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a little drawer and then the product is inside of the drawer. And it, like I said, very bold colours. Mm. The, um, the colour combinations are just chef's kiss. Like, oh, I agree. Just like the, often like the background colour is like this muted tone and then like the, the text and stuff is like this fluoro. It's just beautiful. It is beautiful. I'm really I, into like the, the red and the oh, pink I was going to say the red and pink. So pretty. Yeah. And I really like the, um, I like the teal and the yellow yep. or the green yellow. Feel that. They're all just so nice. Yeah. They're, they're delightful. You really need to have a look. We yep. should, we'll share that with you guys. So, yeah, so they've got the bold colours and it then has complementing features like the typography, the line illustrations. It is phenomenal. And I feel like coming into like a saturated market, mm. I just don't think they'll have to repackage for a very long time. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like you see that on the shelf. That would be the first thing I would grab. Hundred percent. It's got yeah. That's the thing. Like it's it's it stands out on a shelf, which obviously like for a packaging product is like the number one thing. But it's like got shelf of presents is that what it's called? Shelf presents. Sure, definitely got presents. Thing. Like, <laughs> but often like packaging on the shelf in the store is like a bit ugly, and so this is like it stands out and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it reflects the brand's personality. Yeah, it does. And, and also like this main figure behind it. Yeah, exactly. He's a colourful dude. He's not some boring fella. He's not some black and white monotone. No, so he's got to have a vibrant brand. Yeah, I feel like it really suits him. I agree. Um, so when I was reviewing the designs, I don't know, I felt like, I felt, I don't know, like the emotions that it sparked, like, you wouldn't be down. I mean, you wouldn't be down anyway if you're buying this product. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I would just like having that product packaging. Mm. Let's go with packaging. Mm. Like, I don't know. You see it and you're like, oh, I like this. Like, I really like this. I like the colors. I yeah. like the letter forms. Maybe yeah. that's just me from a designer perspective. But I don't know. No, because I like. I feel like maybe we would pick it up and instantly see. Like, we'd know straight away what we love about it. Maybe someone who's not a designer, they pick it up and they're super intrigued by it. They might not be able to articulate, like they might not have the vocab to be like, oh, I love this sans serif typeface mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But they can, they'll still pick it up and be super intrigued and love it. And so I think it's a, like super successful in that way. I think so too. It's It just sparks an emotive kind of sense mm-hmm. for around. And then there's also the sense that like every package and every item is different, yeah. a different colour and different packaging. So the designers have kind of encapsulated the idea that, oh, you need to try every different strain to, yeah. to get every single case to, for your collection. Like it's a collecting mm-hmm. item kind of thing now. Mm-hmm. It's not just a product. No. You're keeping that on your shelf. It's becoming, I don't know, a figurine in your cupboard. Yeah. It's becoming a vase for yeah, a plant. Totally. I'm really into that. Yeah, I'm into it as well. Back onto the typography, though, as you just <laughs> mentioned, about your geometrical lines. Yes. Is that what you said? I said sans serif, but yeah. yes, yeah, it is like a very geometric kind of font. Like, yeah. a, it's a very tall, narrow It is. Font. It is, like, a bit bold. It's square. It's a little bit condensed. Yeah. 
and it is paired, like I said, nicely with some line illustrations. I love them. They are the shape of each product and they are on the side of every box. Yeah. It's lovely, like, to have, like, it's just, it's, they've created a design system. Like, they've considered every part, like, every product has its own little mini identity within their brand. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just very considered and I really appreciate that. Like, it is very considered. They've done their personas. They have, like, nothing (laughs) is, like, a throwaway element. Like, it's very well thought out, which I really love. So do I. It is great. Can I ask you, had what you think of the logo so like obviously they've got the word houseplant on all the products but they also have this little icon give me one sec please (laughs) the little house um yes the little house it's it's interesting it looks like a mushroom mushroom yep i I can see that like the little triangle bit on top is like yeah i feel that i don't know like i haven't um obviously like this we're talking about the the packaging and they already had an identity like the I was looking at the wrong thing sorry <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like yeah it could be it could be a mushroom a very yeah, geometric one you're looking at it but yeah okay if you can. <laughs> yeah. I can um, see you now so I think the I think the icon for houseplant existed before this packaging yeah I don't know how I feel about it I don't feel anything for it it's like it's fine it's really fine it's really it's a house like commendable I guess <laughs> But I, I don't know. I feel like every other part of this packaging excites me so much. And then the little house icon, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. It's kind of like it's just an addition that's not really needed because the typeface becomes the brand. Yeah, I agree. And also like when you see it kind of on its own, like if you look at, um, I'll just show you on my screen. If you see like where it is down the bottom, like on some of the, the little packages Mm -hmm. you've got like house plan and like the the product name Mm -hmm. in really big bold letters and then you've got like the house icon on its own it's lost a little bit it does get a bit lost and for some reason it reminds me of like actually there is a good example because i just saw it so on on some of the products you can see like there's like a little icon which i i'm assuming like lets people know that it's like uh i guess a restricted product like it's got a Mm -hmm. A cannabis leaf, That's an exclamation like a mark, right? A little <laughs> triangle NCA, which I assume means like this is like a cannabis product of California. That's my interpretation. I might be wrong, um, but the house to me looks like a bit like that. It looks like a warning. It looks like a warning icon. Yeah, I, f- I feel that. So that's like the one, the one little tiny, if I have one gripe with it, it's that that just like feels a little bit out of place to See, me. And then like, I would also go on to say like, why are the little lines necessary within that house? Uh, yeah. So I wonder what they are. Like, are they matchsticks? It's a shame that I don't mm. know what, what the initial branding Uh, kind of rationale was maybe we should look into that but just it's well it's a house so that's the house part of house plant and then yeah these kind of vertical horizontal and diagonal lines which to me I'm seeing matchstick but that might not be right yeah but even still or maybe it's is it a cannabis leaf inside is it like half though it's like pointing No. no anyway whatever it is it's not completely clear clear straight away which is fine i feel like you could have just left it off i think so too i don't like i think maybe they could just ditch that Mm. it it probably suited the original 
packaging and now maybe we just don't need that little house yeah I think I agree because like even on some of the products so you can see it's just the typography it's not the icon at all with it yeah and it just kind of like on a lot of the packages it's like uh it's kind of like within the product materials or like so like for example you've got like on the ashtray it's got houseplant ashtray set by Seth and then down the bottom really little you've got ceramic you've got the house icon and you've got 454 grams so it kind of becomes part of the materials yeah and so that's maybe that's why I'm reading it as a symbol because it's like with the other maybe yeah you could be right it also just just throws me that like yes it's centered to the above text oh but but not between between the two I agree that's not nice I don't so (laughs) to just explain that because people aren't currently looking you've got like on most of the boxes you've got like down the left bottom corner you've got the material so aluminium ceramic etc on the right hand side you've got the weight so like 970 grams and then in the middle you have the house icon which is the logo but it's because like aluminium is a lot longer of a word than 970 grams Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the house is not centered between them which is obviously a designer nitpicking but like that's just what you see straight away and it's not it's not, it's nice. not good. No, I, I agree. I do see that and I don't enjoy it. does not spark it. joy. <laughs> so that that would be, yeah. House Icon is my only gripe. Other than that, I do really, really love the packaging. Yeah, I, I actually agree with you now that you've brought that up. I, Thank you. Sorry I for so pointing that out because now you can't unsee it. Yeah, no, I was so focused on the typography and the colours Which and is the illustrations yeah. that I didn't really pay attention to that house icon. You yeah. know, in fairness, though, I also didn't care for the original houseplant logo. No. It, yeah it's nothing I mean it's something it's their logo but yeah yeah not a fan no but hey it's one small issue with an overall very positive packaging yes that identity. is the truth um let's talk about the marketing mm. so we actually both happened upon this story separately so you found the kind of announcement of like all of the new packaging and I was like oh my gosh I just saw so Seth Rogen did an Architectural Digest video. If people are familiar with their Open Door series, that's where they go into like celebrities' houses. They like take them around. They see their beautifully this is designed right up home. alley. I love it. MTV Cribs, but like <laughs> make it current because I've actually never watched MTV Cribs. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, this goes into a little bit more depth, so it's fine. I assume that was on Foxtel or something. I yeah, never had it. Yeah, I never had it. Uh, yeah, probably. Um. Anyway, so Architectural Digest, a little bit of interior design, a little bit of celeb. It's like it's music to my ears. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I saw it came up that Seth Rogen had done one and I clicked on it and he was – it wasn't his house. He did an Open Door episode for his houseplant office. It's like it's not their official office. They have like a proper office, but this is like their little headquarters. It's a house. It's beautiful. Um, and basically like they – he said that they like hung out there a bunch during the lockdown. Like it's a much more casual office for them. So uh, they – sorry. I really love that this kind of idea gives them a chance to test a product. Well, that's it. Like so they don't just create – uh, like weed, they also make home goods. Mm-hmm. And so they literally can test out in an actual house yeah. what their products they are They get like. the vibes, they get the exactly. whole atmosphere kind of going for it. A hundred percent. And so like even in this video, they were talking about how they basically like create these prototypes and then test them for like a year. And they're like, yep, that's good. 
tweak it, make it perfect before they launch it, mm-hmm. which I'm really into. I'm into that too. I really like that they're putting time and effort into testing rather than just yeah. like, we've got a good name. Well, like our product. basically the, like the, it's, it's clearly like a real passion of Seth Rogen's mm. like, he hasn't just created this product as someone who doesn't know what it's like to use. Like mm, he, he, he actually says, I use it every day. Yeah. And like <laughs> the, he kind of, he was like showing off one of the ashtrays that he designed, which looks like a little, like a, a teacup kind of like a, like a handleless teacup. Is that the one with the little spout on the end? Yeah. A little yeah, spout. So you can rest, so you can rest your joint. joint. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, I keep on going to censor myself. I'm like, are we allowed to say that? Yes, you can. Um, uh, we're not on broadcast television. We can say what we want on this <laughs> podcast. Um, so yeah, there's a little rest and it's also like a deeper kind like obviously ashtrays are usually really shallow this is like a lot deeper and he was explaining how like oh it's great because like your ash does it like if there's a breeze it doesn't fly away you can rest your joint like it's a much nicer experience and I'm just like how how cool is it that he has like obviously got the experience to like bring all this knowledge to it but that he just like cares so much that he's like yeah let's like make this new product that no one has thought of before Mm Um, that's the thing like so many of these products haven't been thought of before well that's it and it's the same with like the marketing because they like he was talking about like in the house there he showed off like a poster which was like a prototype for one of their like promoting one of their um ashtrays like Mm -hmm. an ad like a print ad and he was talking about how like there's not really things to compare like if you go to design a car ad well there's a million car ads to look on for inspiration or to see what to do what not to do if you're designing for like cannabis products, it hasn't like it hasn't been legal that long in California. Mm. Like it's a pretty new market. And so you basically have a blank slate to be like, how do we wanna how do we wanna advertise this? Mm-hmm. And so rather than like being able to look at competitors and stuff, which there are a few, but not heaps, he like they kind of looked back to like the past and so they're looking at like retro like ads from the fifties and sixties and seventies and stuff and like looking at how they promoted ashtrays back then because, like, that's a better frame of mm-hmm. reference than anything that people are doing today. Yep. So I just think that's so cool. And, like, also the house itself is, like, very, like, styled, very mid-century. Like, mm-hmm. he's clearly clearly embodying his brand. Which is what the old branding of the packaging was. It was very vintage-inspired. Okay. And then they've, like, taken it up a notch and they've gone for the boldness and bought it bright. But they work together. Yeah. Like so seamlessly. Like you don't need to just because like maybe the ashtray has like a vintage design doesn't mean that the packaging needs to like look fuddy duddy. <laughs> like I don't know what a better word is than that because like the new packaging is just so friggin' fun and modern. Yeah. And it's just like a really nice juxtaposition. And like so you open it and like he was showing off the packaging, like he was using the packaging as uh, not props like as decor and so he would like pull them out and he's just like geeking out on like how they've considered like when you open the box you've got like the instructions and he's like because back in my day we had instructions things so like all of his products have instructions (laughs) and it's just like such a lovely experience like kind of like when you I don't know if you open up uh, an Apple product or something like oh, that. Like, it's, a, it's always nice feeling. It's always just so it, like it's just a luxurious packaging experience. Yep. And I feel like they've done that for their packaging. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Just into it. It's so considered and mm-hmm. thoughtful and wonderful. Yeah, no, I completely agree. 
he also um like because they're developing all these things within this house space, they also had like a bunch of records. They li- like they literally created their own like basically like a mixtape of like for each of the products for each of the strains. Mm-hmm. They had like uh, a mood uh, record, playlist, yep, which is like you, you, you can buy the record and it's like the little mood playlist for like whichever product you want, and it like suits the vibe of that product, like. I just want to like kiss this man's brain. Like, yeah, because they're like submerging more into their brand now. Their brand's yes. not just mar- like cannabis anymore. No. It is creating the environment and the atmosphere around engaging with their brand and consuming their brand more so. Like, I feel like this is like a, a masterclass in creating a lifestyle brand because. Yes, they've started with weed, but like they're making home goods. They're making these records that. Like, okay, so you choose which strain of cannabis you want. You choose your ashtray. You choose your – and, like, they're, like, beautifully designed Mm. home goods, by the way. They even had, like, this little caddy for, like, your lighter so, like, you don't ever lose your lighter. And it's, like, this little, like, dog. I like looks like brass or something like a brass mm-hmm. dog sculpture and like you like, it's open it up his head and there's like a little spot <laughs> for your for your lighter like so you can buy all these things you buy the record like you're literally bringing them into your home like your space is not just like a I don't know like a product that's just like one element in your life it's like make kind of shaping your life around this product mm. it's really freaking smart it's very clever I yeah I think it's so clever that the way it is just engaging consumers from buying it off the shelf yeah to taking it home and then buying more products to really get the vibes yeah like I don't know if this is just me maybe not everyone engages with products and brands this way but like and and like I don't know I think like it's not in like a pretentious way where it's like I'm choosing this brand because they like the environment. Like at the end of the day, people aren't that selfless. People choose products because they freaking want them. Mm-hmm. And so like, but for me, like not necessarily with cannabis and that sort of thing. Uh, but like if there's a product that I like and they have like something else that you can like use in tandem with it that like suits your lifestyle. So like the record thing like if there's a brand I like and they make a playlist like hell yeah I want that playlist like Mm. I I love bringing a brand in like not a brand but like products that like I don't know just suit my lifestyle Mm -hmm. yes give it to me so I feel like he really under or not just him he's obviously got a team of smart people that work with him but just yeah has has nailed the lifestyle brand they have a hundred percent so into it. They also said that later this year they're launching beverages. And at first I was like, what? How does that have anything to do with it? But they are like THC products. Like they are also, he's just like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know you could. I couldn't imagine tasting that. Surely, surely it's like got other flavors in it. I would hope so. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, they said they're going to release like sparkling water that's like contains THC, zero sugar uh zero calories i'm like yes that is that correct la would love that <laughs> it's right up there alley yeah yeah no it's very up there <laughs> so hey is this a bop or is it a flop it is just the biggest bop i agree like i like 
Seth Rogen seems like a nice, chill dude. Like he'd probably be nice to hang out with. But beyond that, like I don't, I don't like, I'm not a huge fan. Like I don't, like I've seen the odd Seth Rogen movie, loved Freaks and Geeks, but like. I haven't watched that one. Oh, that's good. You should watch it. Okay. Um, But yeah, like a very, very casual, very cursory consumption of Seth Rogen in my life. But this has made me a fan. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're nailing this. 100% he has. Do you think it's a bop or a flop, D? It's a bop. Yeah. Boppity bop, bop, bop. Yeah. I don't think there's any other words. I think I've said it through multiple things. I love it. Yeah. Love it. So into it. So into it. They have done an awesome job at really marketing a product and the whole lifestyle of consuming houseplant. Yep. And like, I feel like it. it's... He obviously likes the branding and he is a man in his 40s, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I'm not aging him up there. Um, and so it's like, and, and I love it. I'm obsessed with the branding and I'm not a 40-year-old man. So it kind of tells and me that. And I don't smoke cannabis. And that. <laughs> and so I'm like, it's probably like broadly appealing. Like I feel like a lot of people would vibe with the the branding. I wonder if it's like like a product a more of a luxury product though rather great than point i have no idea what the price point is yeah either do i it'd be interesting to see like yeah like we love it we're designed like we yeah. love the packaging but i wonder how it is actually um like priced in the u.s like hmm. i mean some things i don't know i just feel like oh I'm I'm generic, like I'm really putting a type to this. Generalizing, yeah. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, but like, I picture like teenagers right. exploring their youth. But, but I feel like probably not the target audience. I feel like this. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I agree. Yeah. I feel like this is more like the Seth Rogen audience. I guess the more mature. Yes. Smoker. Agree. Enjoying. It's, I feel like it's very much like the the cannabis brand for the like mature. I was going to say yuppie, but I feel like that's such an outdated term. Like, who says like, yuppie anymore? But, like... What is yuppie? I feel like that's, uh, like, mm, posh. Uh, no, not posh? Yuppie, not posh? I don't want to say it. I can't think what the acronym is now. Y- young. <laughs> <laughs> what? It just goes against what we've just said entirely. No, but, like, no, it's, like, young couples is what I think, but I'm probably wrong. I haven't... Here we go. A fashion... It's not even an acronym. This is what Google says. A fashionable, young, middle-class person with a well-paid job. See, I feel like it's that, but for a little That's, bit older. I, I feel, yeah, like, uh, I, I feel like it's the, uh, like, Married couple <laughs> who don't have children. Like that's who, or like, or like the. Swingers parties. <laughs> not quite what I was imagining. Just people with a bit of money. Like people that are established yeah. in their life. I don't think it's for. I don't know how old you have to be. It's not for 18-year-olds. It's for, like, 30-year-olds. Yeah. I think it's great. Like, yeah, I wonder if it does because, like, the when it comes, like, we mentioned, like, Apple. I'm thinking, like, when I bought my, my Beats headphones, they came in just beautiful packaging. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, Beats are an expensive product, but also you're paying for the packaging a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. their marketing is a lot of the cost of a Beats um so I'm wondering if it's the same like are they is like cannabis is legally in California so I and I think lots of states now but did that kind of make 
it more affordable or is it still like a really expensive thing in America and therefore is it like feasible that they would just like be able to uh, put it in beautiful packaging and pay for all that stuff and it not be considered like extra expensive or Mm. is it like or are they a step above I don't know like there's a bunch of I googled like how many celebs have cannabis brands and like there's a heap really yeah Snoop Dogg does which I was like like also very good brand fit um be like a whole bunch of people and so I'm like where does he where does Seth Rogen's brand fit in price point and target audience very interesting but yeah look if I was interested in the product lived in California I I might just not just be California am I making up that California is the place that it was legalized it's probably a bunch of states I have no idea Either way, if it was an option, look, and I was interested, that'd be the one I'd buy. I think so too. Maybe Just for packaging. Maybe I'll buy a an ashtray. I don't have a need. <laughs> maybe I'll just buy the record. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy. I'll buy the record. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that about wraps up our uh, deep dive, our branding and rambling on houseplant, Seth Rogen's brand. Mm-hmm very into it i enjoyed this i enjoyed it too beautiful one beautiful branding well done um okay that's about wraps it up uh followers guys we're on tiktok and instagram at the wcn pod please come follow us show us some love leave us a review say oh yeah leave us a review on apple on spotify wherever you listen to us also tell us what you want to hear i mean yeah i feel like we don't get enough that's true we should ask people saying what you want to hear yeah we're definitely over to it. Like I, I look. I don't think I have a favorite. I enjoy all of our segments. Yeah, so do I. It's good fun. But yeah, if you, there's something you want to hear, let us know. We will take that on board. We'll make an episode. <laughs> yeah, we will. And in the meantime, guys, stay tuned for whatever comes next. Bye. Bye.